0: After photographing for the past 19 years, I am sharing with you tips and tricks to cut through the excess noise because I believe from the moment you said yes, your planning experience should be a magical time in your life. Here you will find episodes that are fun, stress-free, and straight to the point with a fresh honest take on the reality of what you really need to know about planning your perfect day. Let's dive in.
1: Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Dan and I'm going to be hosting today. And today we're going to be talking about different photography terms, um, that you might not know. Some of them seem kind of interchangeable, but they mean different things and it's something that people should know. So we're going to be going over editing versus retouching and photojournalistic approaches versus traditional approaches. So sit back, relax. I'm going to be interviewing Sarah here. We're flipping the script and enjoy.
0: Wow, we're mixing it up, Dan.
1: Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are talking about uh, editing and retouching today. So, Sarah, what's the difference?
0: Wow, I feel like a little on the spot here. I'm <clears> never <throat> on this side of it. So, I basically, I just thought it was really important to kind of cover the difference mm-hmm. between editing and retouching and what that is, you ask. I always tell our couples that we edit all the images, right? So, what does that mean? Editing is going in, enhancing it, cropping, color, uh, it's sometimes airbrushing. It's taking what we photographed and just making it printer ready and enhancing it, retouching. That to me is almost like cosmetic surgery, right? With a click of a mouse. So a lot of times people say, oh, you know, you could fix that in, in Photoshop. And then, like, I kind of sometimes want to cringe. I'm like, that's so much time.
1: Well, you say it's with a click
0: right it is with a click it's with a click a lot of clicks <laughs> a lot of clicks and a lot of training and a lot of understanding how to work the program so you know sometimes you know how like people always like oh you make it look so easy but mm-hmm. well, you make it look so easy with the click of the mouse but really what it is is i tell people that retouching is cosmetic surgery so for example if you have something in the picture and you want us as the photographer to remove it so what i mean by that is a blemish uh, um, a flyaway hair, an exit sign, mm-hmm. the man on the beach that's just hanging out on the beach when you're trying to do your wedding phot- <laughs> photographs. Like, I guess what I'm trying to say is I, I tell our couples that if you want us to remove something out of an image, that is retouching. There is a difference between editing and retouching. And a lot of times, photographers charge differently or extra for either one. So I just thought it was kind of important to kind of cover what the difference was with mm-hmm. the both with the two of them mm-hmm.
1: in editing you can also think of it as like taking the image and making it more like true to life So go the way you the way your eye sees something is so different the way um a camera can capture it a lot of times you know you can see outside of a window and the inside with your own eye but a camera doesn't have the dynamic range to see outside a bright window and inside so like but also there's times where like creatively you can have like a silhouette or something like that and that's where kind of making the image like boosting the contrast exposure um, saturation different colors to make them match as you go Um, also as you go through the day, um, the color temperature, which is something that people don't really think about, um,
0: different. And, and by the way, when you say color temperature, you mean like different. Uh, it's just for the listeners. Mm-hmm. When he says color temperature, he means like different light radiates a different temperature. So, for example, daylight has a different color hue than like your lamp mm-hmm. in the room.
1: Right. So some cameras will have kind of the wrong color temperature as you're shooting, but you fix that later. So like if you if you really look at i mean i don't uh suggest staring at the sun or staring at a light bulb but the daylight is actually a lot bluer than incandescent bulbs also fluorescent light those tubes can be kind of green and like you don't really realize that there's like a greenness like a slight greenness and it's like oh i don't like that and you can't really tell why but if you in you know lightroom or photoshop take down the greens a little bit it you know, can alleviate that problem, obviously. Ideally, you'd want to get away from that, but, you know,
0: and it's always And also, too, like you said, that's the editing portion, is mm-hmm. making sure that we... Someone might look at the image, like you talked about iridescent balls. That happens a lot in the church. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. love the image, but they don't realize that we may have turned down the, the type of light or the color in the image. Mm-hmm. Um, also, too, like when we're photographing outside, if a cloud goes over the sun you know that t- takes like what three or four seconds but we mm-hmm. want to make sure that the picture without the cloud over blocking the sun and the cloud with the sun all look the same mm-hmm. so that's all part of the editing portion
1: right right and ideally you never want to have an exit sign in there unfortunately even tents these days have to have what uh, an oh, exit sign yes. on every corner of a tent you think like uh i think we know where the exit of a tent is but they're always there and we we always try our best to angle ourselves and stuff like that but sometimes you know unfortunately it's right where something is happening um and obviously it'll look better as an image if maybe that exit sign wasn't there
0: right and so obviously like you talked about you know when we shoot we try to make sure that we angle ourselves to not put it in there but if we remove that exit sign that is the retouching portion so i just thought it was like really important that people understand the differences so when you are looking for a photographer ask them what is included in their package mm-hmm. and you know it it do they include editing do they re- include retouching mm-hmm. it's two totally separate mm-hmm. things
1: so sarah we hear it, people say um uh, oh we can fix that later oh photoshop that and um how what are your feelings about that
0: oh i just love that dan yeah right <laughs> No, you know what um we you said earlier like oh it's a click of a mouse. Yes, it's 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 a lot of clicks of the mouse, a lot of education and time and sitting behind the computer and when you hear like someone say oh you can just photoshop that later. As a photographer, I can tell you that like, kind of universally it, it it it's like ooh it's like, like 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 oh no, that's like it's a little um hard to hear that because that just means that now you are retouching a lot behind your computer. So again, it's really important to get a photographer that has the experience that can make sure that you know, things like that don't need to happen after. So for example, you talked about exit signs. How about the fact of asking the ladies to take their hair elastics Mm -hmm. off of their wrist? Or for you, I know a lot of times you ask the guys to empty out their front pockets Mm -hmm. and their phones Um, because the last thing you want to do is editing like phones or wallet bulges or keys. And so just, you know, making sure that these things are happening prior. I mean, I know a lot of times when we work on the beaches, you can't help the fact that people are in the background but maybe Mm -hmm. if you angle and and work and do it right in frame Mm -hmm. you don't need to retouch that but also the
1: the that time compounds as you're going so like let's talk about like the formals if you had a hair tie on that's every single image you have to fix that in where it could have just been fixed if you had the the expertise to know that that's there take it out and like I said, it takes a couple clicks per image, but those add up real quick.
0: Right. And also too, you know, a lot of times I hear our couples say, you know, I, I don't like my arms or I don't, I, I mean, I'm just bring up arms because I do hear mm-hmm. that a lot, but there's always, we, uh, there's always a pain point, right? That we all have, mm-hmm. you know, that there's something about, for example, I've heard people say to me, one of my bridesmaids is gonna be pregnant and I just wanna make sure that we don't show that as much, you know, because they they don't want them to be different, I guess, in the line, uh, when Mm -hmm. they're lining up. Or I don't like the way my arms look or oh, I don't like my tattoo. Um, I actually had a really weird one that um, <laughs> the groom had a black eye on the wedding day. And I, mean, I didn't even ask why. But that's retouching. Mm-hmm. But you can't do anything about a black eye. But yeah, you can. We just posed him differently. Mm-hmm. We you try to use the left side of him more than the right side. Or like if you if, if we know beforehand that someone is a little conscious about their arms, there's a way to pose them. There's I think, a way to pose right. them, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. more about communication, right? With the, yep. I guess mm-hmm. the whole point is, like, try to get it right in frame mm-hmm. and just know that there's a difference.
1: And, you know, it's always good. The top thing is communication. Communicate with your photographer. Absolutely. Hmm. So, Sarah, I know that we hear um, a lot of couples say, oh, we're awkward in front of the camera. Oh, we don't know how to pose. And maybe I have a flaw that I don't want to accentuate. How do I pose that way? And honestly, a good photographer... Can pose you, know those types of things, keep it fun, and not even feel like you're being posed.
0: Right, exactly, and also too, a little bit of prompting is a yeah. more, you know, a more at least what we do. Yeah, you know, I, we definitely pose it's, it, because it's like we're not full for pho- there. Okay, so let's back up for a second. Let's explain kind of what a photojournalistic photographer is mm-hmm. versus a traditional photographer, mm-hmm. and then you know, so Dan, like,
1: well, photojournalistic you know style really came from you know um obviously like people going into certain situations and photographing them a big part of being a journalist is not tampering with or you know making the subject change at all that's where you get all those great you know often black and white photos of like you know, editorial yeah or like world changing images are people you know photographers going in to an area and just capturing what's going on so in turn, the way the term has been used for, you know, weddings and stuff like that is they are not going to change anything. It's just documentation, which is all well and good, but I've, I always feel like you need to prompt, like Sarah was saying, you almost don't pose, but you we, we know how to set up couples to have a nice little moment that is really fruitful for a bunch of you know, photos basically. Right.
0: and in return a traditional photographer is all poses mm-hmm. and really takes in the the tradi- traditional way of posing, the proper way of posing, mm-hmm. putting you in the right light, the right angle, um, really taking, you know, portraiture into a wedding day. Mm-hmm. So if you have a photographer that marries the two, mm-hmm. then you can use the prompts and the posing and the very natural way of of, of basically like a photojournalistic way of photographing to make sure that you get it right in camera so Mm. you don't have to go go back in and do the retouching
1: yeah because and also when you have that photojournalistic approach um in your back pocket there you can snag really good candid moments which you can never pose or make happen again um there's plenty of times where somebody's looking at some, you know, looking at somebody else and wiping their eyes or having a nice little moment, and those are so hard to recreate. You know, oh, do that again, and they're not—they're gonna like stare at you while they're doing it, and you're like, oh, not like that. But you know, it's always good to ha- wear both those hats.
0: Yeah, and like I mean, I know originally we wanted to do this. Po- quick podcast mini series for you all talking about the differences between editing and retouching. But I think, Dan, you really just touched upon a really another great little tool to mm-hmm. think about when you're looking for a photographer or thinking about your photography is the photojournalistic versus the traditional. Mm-hmm. Um, it is nice to have like, you know, a photographer that, you know, we, we always joke around like we have eyes in the back of our heads. But mm-hmm. it's to make sure that you put someone in the best possible position and the light for themselves. Mm-hmm. But also too, it's like you said, like right behind you, there could be this cute little moment of like the flower girl holding hands with the ring bearer running away. And that's that photojournalistic mm-hmm. quick capture.
1: So yeah, um, so just talking about the photojournalistic, um, I know certain photographers say, oh, I ju- I'm just, you know, photojournalistic. So to me, that means I'm not going to, that photographer isn't going to pose or try to make anything happen. They're literally just going to be like a fly on the wall, which can be all well and good if that's what you're into. But I really feel like people, um, people like a little bit of, um, you know what you're doing and um, making sure that you look good, make sure that you turn certain ways, have a little fun moment. And um, I think just be aware that I think people, people that build themselves just as photojournalistic photographers, I don't think do that at all.
0: Right. And then also too, on the other side, people who say that they're very traditional, you know, they they don't they don't take those extra mm-hmm. moments. And, you know, a lot about what we were originally talking about making sure that, you know, you're masking things in camera, that does you know, take a little bit of thought and prompting prior, like Mm -hmm. making sure that, like we talked about hiding an exit sign, you know, making sure that the angle is that way, you know, if you're, or taking the hair elastics off your wrist or making sure that someone's not holding their bouquet too high to cover the details of their dress, Mm -hmm. fluffing out the dress. Like I have a lot of people ask us sometimes there might be this beautiful photojournalistic image that we captured <laughs> of a bride in a moment and maybe her dress just wasn't just perfect and that mm-hmm. one but but it was a moment that we were capturing right mm-hmm. they'll say like, oh can you fix that well that's retouching but if there's times when we do a very traditional pose where we do fluff it all out and they have that mixture so again it's just kind of figuring out what the difference is and i just wanted to make sure that we kind of covered these terms for terms, people yeah. you mm-hmm.
1: know mm-hmm. big time
0: Well, thank you, Dan, for interviewing me on this week's episode of Wedding Secrets Unveiled. I think we helped listeners become one step closer to a stress-free wedding planning process and understanding the terminology in photography. What I will do for the listeners is I will put today's information on our episode show notes, which you can find on the blog and our website page at sarazarella.com backslash podcast. Thank you for listening to Wedding Secrets Unveiled. I appreciate you being here. And hey, if you enjoyed this episode, I want to tell you something. I encourage you to check out our website at sarazorella.com. We love photographing while having fun, of course. Check out our podcast page on our website for our show notes along with upcoming episodes with your local wedding experts. Listen in as we help you plan your epic event. And don't forget that you can actually subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening so you never miss an episode. I would so appreciate if you left a review for us on Apple Podcasts. Even better, share it with a friend. It's a great way to show your support and let us know what you think. If you know any wedding experts that would like to be a guest, we have a link directly on our website where they can let us know. Thank you for listening.